What's up, people? And welcome back to another episode of the Ren Pod. Uh, with me is Braulio and Raul. Say hello, everybody. Hello. Yo, yo. Yeah, uh, this week we are continuing um, something that we started on Braulio's show, uh, the Movie Royale, which is pretty much a bracket of, uh, of movies that we would watch at the moment. It's like March Madness, but for movies. So movies, March and at alliteration, nobody cares. Um, if you want to check out the, how this started, go listen to the last episode of the Braulio show. And here we're just going to continue it. We're going to we're going to do a little different than we did over there. We're going to go into a depth, into a deep dive of the these movies and we're going to vote on which ones that we would watch to move on to the next round um and uh you know that's that's what we're going to do and next week we'll do the whole sidekick thing uh because this week i'm pretty sure it's going to take like the entire time um so rally or raul uh one of you do you want to read out our, our contenders for the week for these brackets uh raul, you could take the honors since this is your first time on the run pod oh all right uh all right, so so just going to go over kind of where we're at on the bracket. Uh, we're now kind of at the second round, if you want to call it that. Uh, again, we got – you guys want me to go ahead and just name them off? Yeah, yeah, just list them off. All right, so we have the – in no particular order, we have The Dark Knight, Lilo and Stitch, Ip Man, uh, Chronicle, Finding Dory, Infinity War, Superbad, and then Resident Evil. All good films. Awesome. Agreed. Awesome films. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh if you guys enjoy this, of course, you know, go go listen to the Bradley show wherever you get podcasts from. And you know, do do the whole subscribe and share thing of this as well, if if you're enjoying this. Um but without further ado, let's uh let's hop into it. So our, our first bracket. Oh wait, up. one thing, one thing. Sorry yeah. to sorry to interrupt. Uh also know that this bracket is gonna be available to download if you want to follow along so that you could follow with the movies and maybe write your own input and you know let us know which one you would have picked yes and then we can uh publicly tell you how you are incorrect <laughs> just kidding just kidding. for shame for shame <laughs> just kidding we love you we love you uh platonically um we of course will not tell you that you are wrong even though we are the the law on this situation um <laughs> Uh, so without further ado our first bracket we got we have the dark knight uh, v lilo and stitch um which which one do we want to start with we want to start with dark knight or we want to start with lilo and stitch to to dive into i think we can start with lilo and stitch okay all right okay so um deep dive in it all right i since i since i came up with the idea for lilo and stitch uh, i guess i'll give the synopsis so um lilo and stitch girl alien thinks he's a puppy he's adorable uh is also a, a psychopathic megalomaniac villain um and you know they learn family is great ohana means family which it does um it's great it's hawaii it's one of the only disney films that actually takes place in hawaii or any of the pacific islands uh because it was the 90s and we all know how disney is um and you know aliens who doesn't love aliens bradley you got anything to add about uh Balilo and stitch what's going on uh no, the covers it. Yeah, uh, Raul, what? How? How was your? Uh, how? What are you thinking about Lilo and Stitch? What? What's your experience with it? What's your ideas? Uh, no. Uh, you know, I, I, to me, it's a show I started watching when I was younger. Um, you know, and then eventually got to see the movie. Um, it's just, it, it's, 
I think it goes to the tune of, you know, it's, it's everyone can be a little bit different, right? Uh, and maybe in, t- in today's society, maybe a good example to kind of bring it up, right? Everyone's unique. Uh, and the way I see it is it's, it's taking someone that is essentially not just a different race, but rather a different species and still accepting them as family, complete with their quirks and their, and their issues, right? Um, I know I just like, you know, uh, uh, you know, Stitch have an eating problem. I like to devour food. Uh, but you know, uh, I'm, I'm accepted within my family. And so that's the thing I think with the uh, Leland Stitch is it goes to show such a, a different degree of, you know, you know, again, a young child and a alien, right? Just that innocence got them met together and they grew a bond that would otherwise in today's society, right? If you, if you were to picture in today's world, you know, let's call it some 12 year old girl meeting an alien species, I guarantee you, you know, it, it wouldn't normally turn out the way it did in the, in the show or in the movie. Very true. Very true. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it definitely speaks to that. And I, I think it also takes like a, an extra like beat for me. At least it did when I became an adult. Cause I used to watch like everybody else. Jesus Christ. I watched it a lot as a kid. Um, but as an adult, it, it hit different. Yeah. It hits different because of the cultural significance and all that type of stuff. Um, the Dark Knight. Bralio, lead, lead us through the Dark Knight, please. So with the Dark Knight, uh, one of the reasons that I think this movie will move forward in the rounds is the fact that it's a uh, comic book movie that takes a lot of cues from other non-comic book genres, especially a crime thriller. And one of the, the major selling points for this movie specifically is the fact that Heath Ledger play such an amazing joker in my opinion one of the best ones he was a more integral part of a batman movie than the batman itself and that's something that you rarely see that the villain outshines the hero it's very true very true um heath ledger definitely like made that film what it was to a degree um i think he's he's kind of the the most memorable part of it for most people i think it definitely for myself um because i like i i like christian bale but he's no you know he's no heath ledger's joker and even now uh i don't think we've ever i don't think we've seen a joker that kind of adds up um or measures up to uh to heath ledger's joker especially not um not modern day snyder jesus joker that we have right now um what do you think of Raul? yeah yeah, no, I mean, you guys are hitting the point, you know, I guess, you know, right on, um, you know, with with what he did with the Joker, it, it, and it goes into his acting, right? I mean, he's always been a, a phenomenal, you know, had always been a phenomenal actor, uh, and he dedicated himself to that role, right? Um, and it shows in the portrayal of the character. Uh, it, it, it felt naturally unnatural if that makes any sense right um and i think that's what that's what made it such a good movie and again not to take away from anything else right all the other uh actors involved did a fantastic job um i think the dark knight really hits the 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 message home right where you know you're confronted with the decision right do you save the prisoners do you save you know you know the person you care about most you know do you know do you save the person that represents you know the good in the people uh, and you know you have these ultimate kind of these ultimatums, and at the end of the day, to be your hero, you have to be the bad guy because you have to be the one to make the choice. 
And I, again, kind of to defer back to, you know, today's society, uh, you know, we were kind of talking about it earlier where it's like, you know, no matter what decision you make, there's always going to be a possibility that you're going to upset some people and those people are going to try to, are going to try to come after you. Uh, and I think, again, the Dark Knight kind of solidifies that where, you know, sometimes, yes, you have to embrace being the villain, understanding that you will never get the benefit of being treated like a hero. They want I don't think the, the, I don't think the Dark Knight is a movie that will work in today's day and age. No, no. I feel, I feel like there's so much negativity and so much that deals with the whole cancel culture that a movie like that, that it's not necessarily a controversial movie, but the fact that it kind of emphasized crime to such a degree that it made it look cool that I don't think um, the whole sensitive community will, will approve, if that makes sense. Yeah, and, and again, you know, that... that- not that it's you know cancel culture is a bad thing, but I think you're right. In in today's society, there would have been someone that would have nitpicked that movie apart and found something that could be seen as cancel worthy, if you want to call it that. Sorry, go ahead, Morgan. Um, I was I was saying, I, I, like you said, I don't think it could work for Batman necessarily. God dang! Every time I talk, it's it's mad at me. Um, I don't think it could work for Batman, but I think it could work for for like say a Red Hood or or um or like a like Punisher kind of in in a way did this did the kind of the same thing that Dark Knight did where it did glorify crime almost to to a point where it was like oh that's a cool thing to do, um but it but it also successfully went and showed like the consequences of those actions much like dark knight did so i think for like a red hood or a punisher-esque situation it could work but i don't think it could work for batman who's like a mainstay kind of hero quote unquote or like a superman or something which is why i think man of steel didn't fare as well or batman v superman didn't fare as well because batman was shooting guns and superman snapped a guy's neck like it didn't work because the characters just aren't right Hmm. yeah um, so with all that being said, which one of the two would you guys watch if you had to watch a movie right now? If I had to watch a movie right now, I'd vote Lilo and Stitch because I, I, The Dark Knight's just so dark and I just got done reading Red Hood and I, I can't, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Batman right now. I'm mad. <laughs> I would still go with The Dark Knight. I feel like it's a more enjoyable movie and Lilo and Stitch, as good as it can be, I feel like um, it lacks a little bit, in my opinion, for a Disney movie. Um, I, I guess as, as as far as I'm concerned, I mean, I, and again, Lilo and Stitch is is such a good movie, and it, and I agree with Morgan, right? It it would be a better mood to want to be in, um, but I have to agree that the Dark Knight would be the one that I would kind of take the cake here. Um, it's just it's. It's too good of an art piece, right? And and again, to go, go back to what Bradley said, what would you watch right now? I would 100% watch The Dark Knight right now. Exactly, yeah. Ooh. So that's, yeah. Um, so Dark Knight moves on in the bracket. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I just got done reading the entire Red Hood series. So I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of Batman at the moment. Uh, <laughs> very angry at the <laughs> character of Batman. Um, Bradley, uh, what's, our, what's our second uh bracket that we're going through here uh so for the second bracket we got Ip man versus chronicle two very different movies from two very they're very different eras so Ooh-hoo. i'm excited for this one 
uh roll do you want to you want to take a crack at, at explaining what it man is <laughs> you know what i think Bradley did such a good job last time that i'm gonna let him take the kick on this because you know he's pretty good on that one i was gonna try it if you just want <laughs> but yeah Bradley, you do it <laughs> uh so it man is one of the best kung fu movies it's, it's, uh, it's a movie that deals with the master of Bruce Lee and how he struggled and how his home nation was invaded. And we saw him having to over, overcome that from a man that went from wealth to essentially poverty and how he rose through the ranks and helped people along the way. Nice. Um, so, Braulio, is it man? Would you say that it man is your uh, is your is a comfort movie? Would you say it's like a is like a what type of what what category would you put it man in for you in terms of movie watching? So for me, it man is more of a guilty pleasure. The movie that I watch when I want to have something that I'm half paying attention to, like I'm doing dishes, I put on Friends. I want to do something like playing a mobile game. But still, sort of be in the mood to pay attention. That'll be it. No, see, for me, that's that's uh, that's, that's Tokyo Drift. That's <laughs> yeah. just a movie I'm not really watching. Um, Raul, do you, do you are you a Ip Man fan? Are you are you a Ip fan? Yeah, I mean, I I am. Um, when you're talking about you know all the great masters that uh you know essentially kind of trained under him, um. It's right. It, it brings back the nostalgia factor, right? We all remember watching these movies as kids and pretending that we could, you know, karate chop a wall and, you know, break it or, you know, threw fourteen kicks in the air before touching the ground. Like, you know, it, it's it brings back that nostalgia feeling. Um, so that's kind of what I get from it, man. Oh yeah, and uh, since it, I, I, you didn't add a movie into the bracket, but like Braulio said, this is his guilty pleasure movie. Do you want to share what your guilty pleasure movie is before we uh, g- get into Chronicle? Yeah, um, and and I don't know that many people have, would have heard of this, and it's definitely not a movie that would fare well in today's uh, kind of society. But Euro Trip. Um, Wait, wait, wait. Who, we, who, what? Who wouldn't have heard of Euro Trip, man? One of the greatest <laughs> movies ever. Scotty. Scotty wouldn't have heard of it. <laughs> no, man. I, I just, I just, I like, I remember specifically the, the part where, you know, well, obviously there's a robot scene, right? Everyone quotes it, right? Error, 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 or, or Miscuzzi, Miscuzzi, uh, when they're right before they hit the tunnel. Uh, but one of the things is, um, when the brother and sister kiss each other and then like the entire ride the rest of the trip you know they're just constantly braiding on them and it's just like it's hilarious because i remember looking you know, looking at that scene i'm like wait who is he kissing like man he's getting this, this guy's getting lucky and then i see him like oh no could you imagine being like yo i just full-on you know made out with my sister i mean that's a category on some websites as well <laughs> I remember that scene when they were talking about uh, that um, even the fairy said, that's effed up. Yeah, bro, that was hilarious. Dude. I remember after that, after that, I'm like, man, I want to try that absent thing because like, it looks it, it, it just it looks like it creates a lot of fun. Hey, maybe one day you'll lose a couple <laughs> days, my man. You know? 
um yeah uh dude i, I miss euro trip um i should they should start making those again uh <laughs> but again i don't think it would fare well in in you know in today's society right because i mean you look back at that movie and there's a lot of inappropriate things right yeah yeah the, the whole um oh my god what's that team the the soccer team was it a soccer team that they were yeah facing? yeah Manchester yeah, united that, yeah they that whole thing would have caused like a third world war in this <laughs> today's society Probably. dude no i mean just, just the part where he pretends to be the pope just immediate shutdown uh, or or worse what he did with his girlfriend in the church uh, oh yeah i remember uh, <laughs> i mean that that whole like genre of movies like euro trip van wilder um what was it what's the other one like uh american pie like all those uh new kid and all those like movies yeah that like they definitely wouldn't fly now but whenever i watch them I'm like oh yeah i remember that that's a good chuckle that's a good time yeah. <laughs> and listen no, no one can say i didn't learn a lesson because like learn from watching euro trip i learned a lesson that you know in some countries they pronounce they pronounce that name Mika and not Micah or Mike and you know you don't you don't want to just automatically assume the gender uh and then lo and behold you know a couple years later uh I'm working at my job and I'm interacting with somebody in Europe and I see that name and I'm like oh because I know it can be a female name I didn't just automatically default to a male kind of pronoun situation uh that would have been awkward that would have been see see people out there listening movies from the early 2000s that's where you get your knowledge that's where we we grew (laughs) up on that we understand (laughs) 90s and early 2000s that's the smart movies cerebral no inception no (laughs) you know what movie was also very cerebral chronicle it was uh chronicle was was extremely cerebral um in, in the fact that it was written by a guy who writes bad movies now but wrote good movies then um it's also you know it's a, it's a very big thriller very big drama it gets in your head it really makes you think about the duality of man the 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 role of of power in in society and in friend groups and and how does having equal power but complete control over others affect your interpersonal relationships with your friends you know um what what, what are your thoughts on this film uh Ralio and Bralio. Uh Rahul and Bralio. What are you thinking? Uh so for me, Chronicle is not really a movie that I've paid much attention to. It's a movie that I could see if I'm in the right mood for. But I do see the value that it brings to cinema and to basically trying something new, experimenting with a different genre, especially in this superhero saturated market, you know. I know that at the time that this movie came out, it wasn't as saturated as it is now, but it was definitely a good experiment that I feel worked out pretty well. Very true. What about you, Raul? Yeah, I mean, um, uh, again, I, I haven't gotten the opportunity to see it, um, you know, but just from some of the snippets and just, you know, reading online and, and uh, more than from what you were saying, it's definitely the type of movie I would watch. Now, granted, you know, I don't know when that movie came out, so I'm sure compared to, you know, the Infinity Wars, right? It's going to be dated in terms of graphics and CGI, but, you know, I like the message that it's sending out, right? It, it's, I think we talked about it on, on, on the previous podcast, it's 
does power have the ultimate power to corrupt, right? You take three people that were otherwise standard or, you know, call them human, and now they become superhuman. Uh, and I think uh, my friends and I had this conversation, and we kind of really broke it down and said, hey, um, you know, what if we all had powers? I'm just like, uh, I'm not going to pretend like I'm not going to, you know, instantly make myself rich, right? I'm not going to just give me to be like, no, I'm going to still, you know, walk around and, and you know, you know, slum it down here in the, you know, on the poor side, uh, you know, relatively speaking, right? We're, we're obviously we're in America, we have, you know, better opportunities, but in general, right, compared to the 1%, I'd want to make sure that I, I use my power to redistribute that wealth, uh, not just for the sake of redistributing the wealth, but for myself as well. So uh, I think it could be a very interesting move. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, uh, before we get into this vote, since you brought up powers, um, Raul, what uh what power would you choose to have if you were going to get a power from a magic meteor so um my friends and i again we were talking along this this part as well and so um it depends right is this a world or a universe in which case i'm not the only one that could possibly be touched by said meteor yes um, it could happen to anybody <laughs> if that's the case then i choose the power um call it kind of like stage two mind control, right? Where it's not just mind reading, it's you can do mind control as well. Um, and I know that sounds like a typical villain power, but at the end of the day, it's it's one of the few things that I can do with like, I can I can avoid a fight that I know I'm going to lose. Oh, interesting. So like a, like a Kilgrave situation from Jessica Jones. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, essentially, obviously, again, a villain... Uh, I hate to, to use it that way, but like again, it, it's my intent wouldn't be to use it to be evil. Again, I say this now, but you never know what that power does, right? Uh, the intent would be, you know, I can use it as a defense mechanism against someone more powerful than me, but I can also use it as a, you know, as a way to better the world, right? I don't, I'd, as much as I'd love to say I can convince the world leaders as Superman to follow my path, no, right? At the end of the day humans unfortunately you know get to a certain point where they're just be, they're they're driven by this greed and so i that's a way for me to stamp out that greed okay nice nice braulio braulio magic meteor hits um, the earth what power are you getting omniscience um, oh <laughs> <laughs> just so just the the knowledge of of everything of or? everything okay the knowledge and the awareness of everything Okay, I mean, I guess there's practical use to that because you could block someone's attacks as well. So there's a good defensive and offensive tactic to that. And since you're all knowing what really could happen to you, why be omni? I'd rather be omniscient than omnipotent. So that would be my choice. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, what about you, Morgan? Uh, probably like I don't know. Have either of you seen the Umbrella Academy? Yes, right, love uh, it. Like five powers. Like <laughs> so, like five huh? powers. I'd take that. <laughs> what was five powers again? I, I'm forgetting. He pretty much like he can just hop like dimensions. I think. Is oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he can just See, slip out of the dimension. <laughs> I consider that too because like time control is such a powerful move. But then the problem is, it is also a powerful responsibility because you could literally end the world. Which he does like every season. <laughs> Exactly. So like, that's a lot of responsibility. I don't know that I want that on my shoulders. I mean, that's why I like it, because most of the time people, when they say time travel, they're just like they just mean the ability to just go back and forth in time without ever changing yeah. anything. 
I love his because it's like, no, you definitely by just going back, you destroy everything. And you just have to keep doing that. But there's a good downside to it. That way it's not too overpowered. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah. So if you're going to sit down and watch one of these movies, Ip Man or Chronicle, which one would you sit down and watch after we were done recording right now? Braulio. Uh, I will go with Chronicle. Okay. Raul. I feel that. Oh, sorry. I'm gonna go with Chronicle as well. I'm I'm feeling the superpower superpower fever. Okay, and Bralio, why why are you going with Chronicle? No, because I feel like it's a movie that will be interesting to watch and see a different take on the superhero genre. Nice, nice, Raúl. You got uh, do you have an expounding uh, pun? No, man. I mean, like again, it's it's. I, I I'd be interested to watch it. Um, and just it would help me kind of reflect on myself, right? What would I do the same? What would I do different? Yeah. Um, I yeah, of course I'm gonna go with Chronicle. I love that movie. Um, that and Cloverfield just they click with my brain for some reason. Um Ra- so unanimous decision. Yeah. Uh Raul, if you wanna yeah. hit that third bracket for us, what what we got, what we got coming up. All right. So the next thing we have coming up is Finding Dory. And Infinity War. Um, so uh, I, I guess I can go ahead and, and kick it off, right? Finding Dory, uh, you know, typical, you know, um, call it kid-friendly movie, right? Uh, or is it? Um, you're talking about disability. You're talking about, you know, losing someone, uh, going through the journey in life to find that someone. Or is the story really about finding ourselves? Um you know, I, I hate to sound so philosophical on this, but uh, this movie does bring a lot of that into life for someone that's, you know, as an adult watching it, right? Mm-hmm. You start thinking, of like, you know, oh, man, well, you know, you know, what is what is my, call it, you know, disability, you know, in, in life, right? Um, what are some of the things that, that make me uniquely different, uh, but that can only fix with the support of another, of another t- uh, you know, family member, friend, whatever you want to call it, right? That support structure. Uh, so that's what finding Dory, at least that's what it means to me. But uh, I'll defer to you guys. What do you guys think? Um, I, 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 okay. I still haven't finished the movie. All right. I let me preface my words by saying that I promise I will finish it. I'll probably watch it tomorrow. Um, I'm just I I, I I'm wary about Disney sequels, um, and Pixar sequels. I'm just wary about it. Uh, so I'll finish it tomorrow. Um. But I loved the first one and what I saw of Finding Dory, which I think was probably the last half of it. I don't think I watched the first half um, because I remember the whole aquarium bit. Uh, So (laughs) what I did see of it was great. And like the whole friendship dynamics of everybody was amazing. And the kind of like building of a familial unit was really cool. And Dory is like a very interesting character. And she was kind of one of the more interesting characters of the original film that I, you know, I made a sequel because everybody wanted to know, well, what's her deal? Why is she forgetting everything? So that was really cool. Um, And I do, I do quite enjoy Ellen DeGeneres. So that was fun for me. Raleo? <laughs> so the movie is a family movie that you know that shows that you don't have to be blood to be family based on you know the way that they help each other the way that they're there for one another and it's definitely a movie that you could rewatch over and over because of the the feel-good feelings that it brings as well as the 
the sadness that it brings because it does have its sad moments and it does have these moments that kind of are gut wrenching, especially for like a a young person. And yeah, there's definitely a movie that I've seen many times and will continue to watch many, many more times. Savaged. Um, yeah. And then uh, Infinity War. Who who wants to try and explain it? Me or you, Braulio? Which one? You want me to go for it or you want to go for it? Uh, go for it. Okay. All right. Let me see if I can uh, remember Infinity War after watching several weeks of WandaVision, right? Right now, off the cuff. Haven't seen it since it came out in theaters. Actually, I think I saw it once more in my house. All right. Uh, great time. Everybody's friends. Nothing bad happens. I don't think that's the right synopsis. Um, everything terrible goes, everything goes wrong. Uh, everyone's sad. Um, Thanos wins question mark. Um, everyone that I love dies at the end. Um, and, uh, the, the movie is, is a very telling tale of understanding and kind of understanding how loss works and how the world, um, grieves and how just building new friendships and building new teams can sometimes be, desolated by things out of your control and uh and the way to try and get that back we notice in the sequel but you know dealing with kind of grief and loss and all that type of stuff i could just be sad i'm not quite sure uh but that's what i remember of that movie bralio do you have anything to add about that movie (laughs) disagree with you and that is uh a lot that deals a lot with grief at least in the the earlier parts of the movie. Towards the end, yes, there's a lot of grief. But one central theme for me with that movie specifically is comebacks. Being able to lose and get up. The fact that Thor lost so much. Because essentially, the movie, if you think, if you really, really focus on the movie and you look at it, the movie has two central characters, and that's Thanos and Thor. Yeah. And the story of Thor coming back from losing everything, especially in the last movie, losing his hammer, losing his dad, having to fight his sister, to now losing his brother at the beginning of the movie, to then having to overcome but that, overcome all that and have a comeback. I think that's, that's for me personally, that's more of a central theme than grief, even though I know that the grief is there. And yeah, that's my, my take on it. I really like that. I like that comebacks. Uh, Raul, what what was your um, what was your feeling towards Infinity War? What was your understanding of the uh of the plot? How are you feeling? Yeah, but uh, so um, I'm I'm actually gonna take a different angle compared to what you guys are are kind of uh, pointing out. Um, I think of it as the welcomed loss, right? I think it's. It was finally a, a a twist in the superhero genre, right? Especially when you have this huge team, right? They they oh, they lose and they avenge. They lose and they avenge. And this one ended it with they lost. Uh, question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Obviously, you know it's a superhero movie, so you know it's going to be some avenging involved, right? They are the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I thought it was I think it was real well that they ended it on just a loss, uh, kind of like you know all lost hope, you know. It gives you it, it. I almost think it gives you a much tighter connection to those that you really cared about that were lost. Right? For example, Spider Man. Right? I will. I will flat out tell you here. I was bawling tears. I was like, no, but I love you three thousand. And like, just it's you know, obviously it's a different movie, but like, it's just 
the idea of you know the bond that you know Tony Stark and and you know Spider Man uh, Peter Parker kind of made. Um, and and I say I say those things in particular, right? I'm not saying Iron Man and Spider Man. It's Tony Parker and Tony Stark. They became so close uh, over the course of the movies that they've been in, and this is kind of like almost like Tony losing a son. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I completely agree with you. Very much. Um. Yeah. Like it. it you know what's something crazy though about him? No, no. Go, Bradley. Go. 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 Go ahead. <clears throat> oh. Um. I was just gonna say it definitely. Um, when you when you're watching it, you do have a closer relationship, I think, than I like than we and, and anyone had ever had with the characters because we finally understand their pain to a degree. And I've died again. Um, I'm gonna keep talking to try and fix it. Uh, we understand their pain to a degree. Um, because when when you're kind of watching superhero films, sometimes you can get taken out of it by the fact that like at the end, you know the good guys are going to win. Like, you know, they have to win at the end because it's a, it's a hero film and the heroes always win, but to kind of have everybody lose, it, it felt different. It, it made you, it made you feel more, it made you want to yearn for that win at the end of end game, made you really understand and crave and, and feel the emotions that the characters are feeling. And it kind of drew me, at least it drew me further into, into the movies than anything else had. Because previously I was like, oh, yeah, but like at the end, they'll still win. But then every everybody lost <laughs> and it was sad. Uh, what, what were you going to say, Bradley? <laughs> no, I was going to say that one thing that's so interesting about this movie is that this movie does not work if we don't have the 10 years of buildup that it had. And I'm not saying that every story specifically led to Infinity War, but the the characters, the character growth. A movie like this would not have worked. If you don't have the, you know, the foundation with these characters that you feel for them, like you said, Tony losing the kid, it's, it hits, it doesn't hit as hard if you don't have the, the legacy that we saw Tony Stark go from being this, excuse me, this playboy that he was to being a man that cares about somebody else that cares about, you know, a kid that cares about Peter Parker. Because if you remember from the the Spider-Man movie, when when he's opening the door and then Spider-Man goes in for the hug and then he says, you know, I wasn't trying to hug you. I was just trying to open the door. That is a callback to Infinity War when Spider-Man dies and you see that now, okay, now you, I'm hugging you as for the last time because you're dying on my arms. You're dying in my arms. You're a kid that I brought into all this mess. And how do I feel about this? Yeah. Yeah, it was very... It, it it felt almost to me like the whole death in the family thing for for Batman, and I use that because I've, I've my brain is hyper fixated on on Batman right now um, because I've been reading so many DC comics. But that was such a like a massive moment in comic books of just bat like that cover of Batman holding a dead Robin in his arms and just crying, and the Tony Stark situation felt like that watching it in theaters like watching him hold a dying Peter Parker in his arms felt like reading that comic book of death in the family all over again of like something so influential of Batman holding a dead Robin. Like it felt like that. Um, Raul, do you, do you have anything else to, to add before we, before we vote on things? 
No, I mean, uh, again, to, to go back to what Bradley was saying, uh, again, I think it's a, it's a very powerful moment that was such a minor moment when, when again, when you talk about the door opening and giving him a hug. Um, it's just, it's a bond, right? And I think at the end of the day, that's what helps us get attached to these characters. Um, it's it's the bond that the movie allows us to build with whatever character so that we feel like we're represented in in a movie like Infinity Wars, right? There's, there's so many big stars and so many big characters. And I think there's... there's there's options for everyone. Marvel mm-hmm. fan, not Marvel fan. There's an option for you to attach yourself to one of the heroes in that movie. And that's one crazy thing, man, about Marvel. They got to get them credit for it to be, to be able to build such a strong connection because we care about these characters. They're fictional characters that we genuinely feel for. And that's impressive. Yeah, very much. Um, so uh, before we get into our vote, I want to ask both of you what your uh, what what your since this is a very somber movie, um, not necessarily sad but somber. Uh, I want to ask what's your what's like your what's your sad movie? What's your crying movie? Uh, Raul, um, let's let's begin with you. What's what's like a movie? No, um, so if we're talking about like a sad movie, right? Um. I mean, you guys got me with that one. I'm not. I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready to think, you know, sad and depression. Yeah. Uh. Wait, hold on. Uh, we. I wasn't understanding. So we're not doing the bracket. What? Uh. Okay. So right now, I was asking, what's your, what's like your sad movie? What's a movie that that like you'll watch if you want to be sad or like something that'll make you cry? Right. <laughs> I mean, um, to th- th- throw it back to a classic, Titanic. That's the first thing that comes to my head because I think that was the first movie. Sorry, the first live action movie that made me really ball tears and like there was a human connection. And like I, I, I will never forget like that scene where Leonardo DiCaprio is like, "Don't ever let go," and then the chick lets go like five minutes later. Savage. <laughs> absolutely savage on her part i mean they they did the math like there was room for both of them and yeah buoyancy whatever swim it okay <laughs> you know like that was yeah cold-blooded no, listen this man went through all this and, and kept you safe and you're just like oh sorry i have to let you go exactly um braulio but anyway <laughs> braulio i'm not sure if you yeah what's your what's your sad movie Bradley? what's your what's your somber what's your tearjerker what, what you got Bradley. um for me i guess is the 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 last song the miley cyrus movie it's a really good movie oh yeah uh, right. um, neither have i is that the one with the other hemsworth yeah with liam hemsworth and she her father has cancer and it's a really good movie oh nice nice yeah i i might have to check that out i that and the notebook are two movies that i've never seen um because i'm a nightmare person um mine would probably have to be logan for some reason i don't, I don't know why that's the movie that got me uh i was sitting in like watching in theaters and at the end of that movie, my eyes just started watering and I couldn't help it. I was like, eh, eh. and it just it got me, got me right at the end there. Um, so, yeah, between. Um, between Finding Dory and Infinity War. 
Which which one are you gonna watch tonight? Raul. Infinity War, hundred percent. Okay, Raul. Yeah. Infinity War, thousand percent. Okay, it's a unanimous decision. Uh, Infinity War moves on. <laughs> and, and, and listen, and just like that, Dory got snapped. Is oh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to go there. Sorry, guys. You won't remember it anyways. Oh no. No. Okay. Oh, now I'm just thinking about a fish disappearing. Oh, I'm sad. Okay. Oh God. All right. Um, for our final, our final matchup of this bracket, we have Super Bad and Resident Evil. You couldn't have asked for something more different. Honestly, uh, does anybody want to take the um, one might call it a period piece uh, that is super bad? <laughs> uh, roll. Yeah, um, super bad, right? It's definitely would not do well in state society. <laughs> uh, it's it's I think we talked about it before the previous podcast uh, on the Broly show where we you know it's the coming of age for the male gender right it's it's proving your manhood it's it's getting the opportunity to to build that bond with your you know with your friends uh talk about you know the, the move on from the stage of just like talking about cute girls to like actually trying to do something it's it's you know it's that awkward stage of adolescent puberty where you're tall but you're not muscular and like your voice is kind of crackly and like you know, you're trying to, you know, sneak some booze and some, you know, some drugs here or there. Um, it's it's what that is, right? And I think that to me is a movie I thoroughly enjoy and I could probably watch again and again. Uh, but that's essentially what Super Bad is, right? It's it's a bunch of friends trying to show that there are they are now men or are becoming men uh before life takes them, as we all know, into different paths, as most of us, you know, could probably relate to that, right? We've had friends that we were super close with that we thought were life and that we're gonna be with them for for the rest of our lives or our high school friends and then literally college hits and it's like, you know, for the first six months, maybe you text each other and then over time you just stop texting each other because you start to develop your own life plans. Yeah, very true. Very true. Um I think I I think a little bit to modern era like it still definitely is very much true because i i don't think i've talked to most people that i know from high school don't really want to um but yeah like some i think i've I've been able to keep a little bit more friends than i think a few people in like my mom's generation would have because of like twitter or whatever like we follow each other on twitter and we all of us have a snapchat thing or whatever but like I think I think what you're saying is definitely true. Like after high school, you're like, oh yeah, I'll I'll remember all of you. And then now I I can't even remember half their names. I'm like, oh, I did hang out with that guy. What was his name? Like, oh, he did that thing that time. But like you remember what everyone did, but you barely remember their name. And then you get to like your college friends, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, like Dave. Like I remember Dave. You know, like I don't know if you uh also have that feeling, Bradley. I do, and uh, also the good thing about Superbad is that how funny it is uh, tackling these, these you know, serious things that as a person that is experiencing hormonal growth, 
like it might it might seem like a somber not necessarily a somber movie but it might seem like more of a drama but then the fact that it's such a hilarious comedy it definitely helps you to relate more like to characters like McLovin who are there for the comic relief but it's also a comic relief that you see character growth in yes and i mean we all it, it, also i think the character is just so relatable because every i think that movie did a great job of like getting the friend group archetype like down to a formula because like every they yeah. they hit every person in a friend group like perfectly like there's always like there's the mclovin in every friend group where you're like what are you doing like what, like, what is wrong with you <laughs> but they're always the ones that like get you involved in something weird and get you involved in some of the best stories that you have when you get older is because of the mclovin of the friend group is because they just did something stupid and then you ended up on this wild adventure for like four days you know and it's like they got it down perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, um, uh, that's going then up against super bad. I mean, Resident Evil. Yes. Resident Evil is, is a movie that I don't remember very well, but I remember the games very well. Uh, <laughs> I love Resident Evil. Resident Evil is this creepy story about the. What's the name of the. the the girl, the hype queen. Oh yeah, uh, oof, yeah, yeah. I'm blanking out. And how's this? This essentially this sentient AI that's running the entire corporation, and then after there was an infestation, it traps people inside as a way to prevent the the T virus from escaping and killing even more people. And because the the T virus is such a crazy concoction, it actually turns people that died into undead beings, a.k.a. zombies. And it doesn't necessarily follow the the game, per se, but it's one of the best game-related movies ever, in my opinion. You're, you're more than likely very true. Um, Raul, do you have any thoughts on the Resident Evil films before I ask a, a very important question? It's going to be super important <laughs> about Resident Evil. <laughs> um, no, I mean, um, you know, I think it was one of the the first movies um you know that came from a video game that i actually enjoyed and again there were plenty of issues with it uh but i kind of really liked the way they they handled you know the zombies and um you know just just kind of the way they were killing everyone off it was just like you know okay cool this is what's gonna happen um i i know i just it was it was a good balance of suspense mystery um call it, you know, backstabbing and zombies. I mean, you can't go wrong with that formula. I mean, you can, but they didn't. It's true. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is the super important question. Raul, this is your first time on the on the Ren Pod. Hopefully not your last. Um, your answer to this question will determine that factor. It won't, but I'm just going to say it will, just, just to add an extra level of fear. Um, Resident Evil 8. Hopefully you already know where this is going. Do you? So I haven't played it. <laughs> I don't even know if it's out yet. Um, okay. But the trailer, have you seen? Did you see the trailer? Is it the one with the tall lady? It's the one with the tall lady. <laughs> I, I know of the tall lady. I know of the comments made about the tall lady. <laughs> I've seen, um, what's the famous YouTuber? A uh, guy with like a really deep voice. Markiplier. It's not Markiplier. 
I've seen Markiplier and um, uh, Philip DeFranco go back and forth about Tall Lady. I'm curious, but I have not dug in. Okay. So that, that's kind of where I'll leave it at. Okay, okay. So you are, unlike me, you are not several hours deep into TikTok on the Tall Lady then. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Not, not just yet. Okay, okay. Braulio, where, where are your stance on the Tall Lady? <laughs> I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Oh, <laughs> you, you must witness tall lady then. Braulio, you don't know the t- Okay, okay, just what I need you to do right now, Braulio, is I need you to Google Lady Dimitrescu. Let me type in the chat how to spell this, okay? That way you can understand the tall. She is nine foot six. They, they've, they've canon heighted her with her heels on. She's nine foot six. Okay, I got it. Yeah, so you you've seen the tall lady now, Braulio? Uh, yes. And what are you thinking? Uh, it looks like um, Westworld character. Ah, interesting. Is it swaying you to play Resident Evil Eight? Uh, not really. Wow, wow! This man is hard to please. Hard to please. Um, I really don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm so confused. <laughs> I'll be the I'll be the first to say that uh, I I typically don't really play uh, Resident Evil games. I think the last one I played was, uh, probably, uh, honestly I can't even say probably PS2, Ooh. if that. I played the remasters recently because they did it for no, but um, I, PS4, I think. But I still do want to understand what like what's the big deal? Is it because it's, it's not a zombie or is? I mean, you just, you just uh, she's very tall. You know, she's nine foot six tall. Um, she is very large. Um, and you know, some people, including myself, are uh, are very intrigued by her appearance and her voice and uh and and you know various things about her. You know, <laughs> I might have to watch the trailer to to get it. Yeah. You well, know. you have to you have to you have to watch a trailer, but then like read the comments. Like that's I think what makes it just hilarious and over the top. It's if you read the comments, like some of these guys just like a little disturbing, but I'm like, man, hilarious. There's a level of hilarity, and then there's like some people take it to like that next level where you're like, are you okay? Like genuinely, are you all right? <laughs> I'm intrigued. I will definitely look this up later. Oh yeah, then just watch the Markiplier video of him wanting her to crush his head um there's a whole thing about it uh there's a lot i'll send you some tiktoks you'll understand you'll i have some saved it's fine (laughs) um so yes uh super bad or resident evil there's not really a lot of questions that one could actually there is if you could go back in time braulio and raul if you go back in time to the first high school party that you ever went to a la super bad style um would you would you redo it all over again or would you just knowing what you know now would you go back and redo that party or would you just let it lie as it is all right you mean so go back I'll, and change it or go back and experience it go knowing what you know now you get to go back with the same knowledge you can either change it or you can leave it the same would you go back and would you do anything uh i think i'll go back keep the, the same experience just relive it if I remember I would, correctly, it was a fun experience. See, I would go back and change one thing because I remember this one particular party where I met this one girl 
and I was young and dumb, and she was obviously a very attractive young lady. Uh, and my attempt to sway her to go out with me was to give her my holographic nine tails. Oh no! Oh no! And I never got it back. So, oh. and that relationship lasted all of like two weeks. Where I was in high school, mind you, and she left me for like an eighth grader, which is like, you know. In in high school, it's like, wow, you just got demoted. Oh no, she took the. She so took that the part don't worry about. It's it's the nine tails that break Is it? That's yeah. what I'm focused on too. Who cares about this eighth grade? That's <laughs> <laughs> that's like, how much is a nine tails worth? How much is a holographic nine tails? <laughs> like, I, I don't know what it was worth at the time. Probably not that much, but in today's, I mean, it was mint condition. Like, I nine tails is one of my favorite Pokemon. Oh God! What if she she secured the bag off that party? <laughs> she did. <laughs> so she got what she got what she needed. It's true. The only thing that's worse is if she gave that nine tails to the eighth <gasps> grader. <laughs> no, I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> it's the only thing that could be worse. Um, I probably would. I would go back to the first high school party that I got invited to, which I think was like freshman year. Yeah. Um. And I, pro- I would, I would, okay, I would change one thing. Um, at that party, I broke up with my girlfriend at the time. Wasn't a good, I probably shouldn't have done that. Um, I would go back and change that. Realistically, I'd probably be married right now if I hadn't done that. <laughs> so I'd go back and change it. It'd be a fun time. And then I'd probably go back and change it again. <laughs> After realizing my mistakes. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> You know, you got to live the other timeline before you can, like, realize that the original one is what you wanted in the first place, you know? <laughs> no, 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 I agree. So, so, so it sounds like we've all kind of made the decision, or? I, I think, I think so. Uh, let, let's start with you, uh, Raul. What, which one would you watch tonight? Super bad or Resident Super, Evil? <laughs> Super bad. I want to, I want to live my youth through that movie. Okay. Okay. Braulio. Resident Evil. I'm more of a, or I'm in more of a Resident Evil mood. And I feel like I will be more drawn to it rather than like a comedy. Because as, even as great as one of the best comedies ever, super bad. I don't know. I Maybe I've seen it too many times recently. But I will go Resident Evil. Um, I got to listen. This is going to break some hearts out there. Um, but it's completely within character for me. I, I gotta go super bad. I love comedies. Everybody knows it. I love comedies um more than horror. And the, the like the movie Resident Evil was fine. Um, and Alicia Vikander or not? It's not Alicia Vikander. What am I thinking? It's Mila Jovovich. What am, what is my brain doing? Um, Mila Jovovich is really cool. Uh, but yeah, like like Raul said, I I'd love to relive that that youthful spark. Uh, now that I'm entering the old man's club. Uh, so I gotta go super bad. <laughs> cool. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, that's a bracket, you guys. Um, I hope someone's been keeping track so we can kind of round out who moved on to the next round. Yeah. <laughs> um. So so far, I believe moving on to the next round will be the Dark Knight, Chronicle, Infinity War. The dark. The dark Knight. Yeah. The Dark Knight versus Chronicle. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, Infinity War versus Super Bad. Um, th- 
those are why is this last bracket always got like the wildest movies that are not in any way similar <laughs> that's what makes it great man <laughs> like this is it, may, it makes it that much more difficult to make the decision because it's 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 if it was in the same genre right then it's just a matter of which one's a better movie within that genre but now you're talking about different movies within different genres and different time periods honestly we have we have wild cards going on here um but it's the whole bracket. It's just wild cards. Uh, Roll at the end of the show, we love to do a little thing called recommendations. Um, and since it's your first time on the show, uh, we will have you go last so that you can think up a recommendation. <laughs> that way there's no pressure on your shoulders. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. I very much appreciate it. Yes. Um, Braulio, this week, what do you recommend to the people to watch, listen to, read? What, 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 are, you, what are you giving them? <laughs> Uh, so for recommendations this week, I'm going to pick a movie that I am not completely bamping to find the name of because I forgot the movie name, but um, you know, I'm still looking for it. So uh, I concoct the movie. The movie is called Nomadland. Oh. And Nomadland is a, I don't want to say it's an indie film because it's surpassed the level. But it feels like an indie film with a budget. And the story that is told is one that will have you questioning things that are going to leave you breathless. And it's going to have you admire the fact that we could have a, a good movie that's not necessarily a big blockbuster, but a movie that's more low-key in every aspect of the word. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you know, I'm I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. Sounds great. Um, uh, it's available on Hulu. So, yeah, it came out last year, uh, December 26th, and it's by the director that will be doing The Eternals, Chloe Shao, I believe her name is. Nice. Who's uh who's who's starring it? I think I've heard the title, but I I don't think I've seen it. So who's in it? Uh, I will have to go to the Google's machine for that. Okay, I don't so it's, it's remember. I can't put a name to faces. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I think I've heard the name somewhere. I think someone said it, but I, I haven't seen it. So yeah, I really like to check that out. Um, for for my my recommendations, um, this week, uh, season two of of that time I got reincarnated as a slime is about to end. Uh, so I don't know. Watch that. But if you want to read something, uh. I got into Red Hood and the Outlaws recently, the Rebirth run. So go go read that. It's pretty it's pretty good. Like I I didn't think I would get into into comic books again for a long time, but I really really got deep into that one. And the whole like relationship between Jason Todd and and Artemis uh is very very cool and I wish they would actually flush that out. So that was really fun. Um so yeah, the the whole series is out now. Uh the last book literally got released on Tuesday. So if you want to check that out, go go read that. Or go watch an anime that I said, whichever one it is. Uh, Roll. I will second your recommend, and I will add something on top, and it would be the Dark Knights, Dark Knights Death Metal. You should definitely read it, man. It's been concluded, and the the side stories are amazing. I think you'll really, really enjoy them. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's part of why I got back into comics. Was Braulio was like, I gotta read the Dark Knight Death Metal. And um and I picked it up. I picked it up. I have started. I've started doing it again. So I'm almost done. I have. I have started again. Um, 
but yeah go and oh yeah and uh Bradley also asked me like a couple days ago what the name of this other anime is where this dude is trying to date five sisters is quintessential quintuplets watch it <laughs> on crunchyroll watch it <laughs> that's a lot <laughs> it's a lot uh roll what, what recommendations are you are you uh throwing out for the people today <laughs> Yeah. Um. So. So again, I, I kind of you know, uh, yeah. There, there are two things I'm in between, right? Uh. But I'm gonna settle with uh Deadpool. Uh. If you haven't haven't had a chance to see it or have seen it but haven't seen it in a while, I've seen it like three times now. I have like the special edition Blu-ray. This is like you know I'm here to support Ryan Reynolds in any endeavor he he does after the the work he's put into Deadpool. Uh. Just to clarify, the first one, the, the second one was still good, but it, you know. With everything that's going on nowadays, I think that's a good time to watch this movie. You know, remember that, you know, humor doesn't always have to be hurtful, right? Um, and I think Ryan Reynolds did a fantastic job of doing that at Deadpool um, without seeming too overly clean. So that's my recommendation. Yeah, very, very true. Because it, it is, now that, now that I think about it, yeah, not a lot of jokes are really at anyone's expense really which no, I, I mean at fox's and disney's expense that's the only yeah. thing i think he ever does yeah because like uh, it's been a while since i've kind of like heard comedy that isn't at somebody's expense and i think that's because people just kind of like it's it's funny in a way like it's easy for people to laugh at somebody else i guess than it is for them to laugh at like premises a lot of the time because that takes a lot of work to kind of craft the right story um low-hanging fruit one might say but yeah he's very yeah. good at that Listen, my type of comedy is the comedy that you get to have at somebody else's expense because that's <laughs> what i relied on for my most of my high school career honestly same <laughs> nice. i still live on the i still live on the rule of like if they get up then it's still funny if somebody falls <laughs> yeah <laughs> like uh um, what you might refer to as a bully in high school uh, or as my wife would say wow wow Bralio, wow I can't believe you're a bully. Hey, at least he's, <laughs> oh, at least he's admitting to it. <laughs> Very true. Dude, we we once locked somebody in, down a wall. Dude, I, wow. I locked someone inside <laughs> yeah. of a cabinet, actually. <laughs> oh, man, you guys are cold. <laughs> Listen, man, we live in New York. Different rules. I, I was the one that usually got bullied. Like, I remember in high school, we would uh, tie each other's uh, backpack straps to the chair so when you go to pull your backpack you pull the entire chair <laughs> uh and then one time i did return to favor so I, I didn't do it proactively uh i did it reactively right so if you did it to me you were on my list and i'm going to get you when you least expected and so i ended up tying somebody's shoelace to the racks that are underneath the chairs that normally hold the books so that when they went to get up they tripped and pulled the chair oh that's nice damn. that's a good one oh, damn that's God. hurtful <laughs> that, that hurts physically. Hey, hey, listen, listen, all right. If you if you play with fire, I'm gonna make sure I pour acid on that burn. Oh, oh. See, Bralio and I were more psychological torturers. You know, you're out here yeah. physically harming people. Now, I, I, want, I want that bruise to remind you every time you go to sit down. Listen, I want my psychological mind games to have you thinking about this the day of your wedding, so that you're going to be questioning your life decisions, okay? Have you ever threatened somebody that you would show up at their wedding? Have you ever done that? 
No, just me. All right. No, <laughs> I remember I did that in like college, like <laughs> freshman year of college. I was like, I'm gonna show up to your wedding. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ruin it because <laughs> I was just so mad at somebody. <laughs> and that's just that's a dangerous game because that can come back real quick to haunt you. It, oh yeah, I was like, I was just so mad that I could because they had a girlfriend at the time and they weren't even thinking about getting married. Like they were, they just had a yeah. girlfriend. And I was just so mad at them in the moment that I was like, I'm going to show up at your wedding. I'm going to steal your fiance. <laughs> and I just yelled it at them. <laughs> man, that's a, that's a brave move, man. Brave move. For me and my friends, we, since we're very um, Dominicans, we never really believed in the concept of marriage. The majority of my friends are not married at all. I, ah. I think out of all my friends, I'm the first and last that will be married. Ah, uh, so no, no real threat there, yeah, yeah. This, this was also not a friend of mine. This, this was someone who was a bitter enemy of mine. <laughs> so there was, there was a lot of rage, uh, behind this, this situation. Um, you know, it's just, just sometimes, you know, sometimes just you, you get riled up. You know, things happen. Um, but yeah, that's 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 our show for this week. Um, it was fun. Did you guys have fun? <laughs> yeah, it was no, fun. This, is, this was awesome. Thank you guys uh, for inviting me back again. Uh, and I'm sure we'll probably have to do this around to, to wrap up the next round. Yes, yes. Uh, it, that's, you know, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, this is all going up unedited. So it, whenever you hear us angry at the things, just know that it is my internet. Um, just know that. Uh, so, Bralio, where can the people find you? <laughs> Uh, so you guys can find me on the podcast, on the YouTube, on the social medias, and on the TikTok. Uh, on TikTok, you can find me by searching for Marvel underscore Knight. On Twitter, by looking for Braulio Show One. For the podcast, which would be on everywhere the podcasts are sold, and on YouTube, you can look for Braulio Show. And if you want to listen to episode one of this conversation, so you can see which movies led to the contenders this week you can look for that episode which is last episode uh which will also have a download link for the first round of brackets as well as second round of brackets for this episode yeah you can also find him at bralio on wikifeet i don't know what that is but yeah you don't know about wikifeet no <laughs> As many feet jokes as you make on this podcast, I would think that you would definitely know Wiki Feet. It's just Wikipedia for feet. Nice. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, just, bro, just to catch you up, there's a, there's a deal that Morgan, if the Morgan, once we get to 10,000 downloads, he has to start at OnlyFans with just feet pictures. I, I don't know Ooh. if this deal was signed. I don't remember this. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that means it sounds like that sounds like there was one of those virtual handshake deals. All right. <laughs> and you heard her you heard her here first live, you know. Oh, Once we God. get ten thousand downloads, check ten, out that OnlyFans. Ten thousand downloads and uh, and at least three DMs from at least one girl that I follow on TikTok. That those are the <laughs> those are the terms. <laughs> We need a mediator here, but I don't remember those terms. But yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I, was, I wasn't there pre-deal, so I guess I can't. I can't make judgment post-deal. 
<laughs> Raul is our, our mediator here. Um, he is witnessed. <laughs> uh, Raul, where can the people find you on any social media that you want uh, to promote out to the people? Yeah. Uh, again, I'll keep mine uh, simple. Um, it's just, you know, growing with me uh, over on YouTube. Uh, again, not necessarily related to anything we talked about today. It's just, you know, about a guy growing some plants, man. Uh, the legal kind, of course, because hmm. Florida is not as uh, progressive as some other states. But, hey, that's, that's all I had for my plug. Nice, nice. Um, you, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. What, uh, I was going to say something clever, but I ran out of things at WikiFeet. So I, <laughs> I got nothing for you. <laughs> nah, I, feel like, I feel like that's a good one to end, to end it on. <laughs> You're right. Um, if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at Morgan L. Brooks, uh, on Instagram at Morgan L. Underscore Brooks, uh, on YouTube for music stuff at Morgan Brooks. And then for, you know, things, uh, SoundCloud, Twitch, uh, TikTok and uh, YouTube for gaming at Hidden Time Lord H I D D E N T I M E L O R D. Um, if you see me around Twitch, uh, put a hashtag two or something T W. Do do that. That way I'll know it's you. Um, and I know you came from here. Um, as always, uh, we appreciate you for listening to this. Leave some reviews with the the stars that preferably five of them. Uh, and share it with your friends, enemies, family anybody that might listen to you if it's a man on the street and he has a phone in his hands you grab it and you type in the words renpod into his podcast player okay and you tell him thank me later all right you do that all right i dare you all right uh yeah come back next week we're gonna do, do things here talking about sidekicks or something like that who's to say go listen to the Braulio show anywhere you get podcasts to find out what happens next in the bracket Download the bracket and fill it out yourself and then tweet at us and tell us how great we are and how we have picked the proper amount of movies and how we are absolutely the law here. Um, as always, thank you. We love you platonically uh, and we appreciate you listening. Uh, bye. Everyone say bye. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs>